You're listening to The Voice, the podcast of IABC Ottawa. The number you have dialed. You're listening to The Voice, episode 10. This episode is hosted by Judd Rasmussen, communication strategist and a partner at Ottawa-based marketing boutique One Marketing, Inc. Welcome back to The Voice. I'm Judd Rasmussen, and today I'm joined by Chris Bieber, the CEO of Searching Works, and we're going to talk about search marketing. Chris, thanks for coming in. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I found, as a marketing consultant over the past few years, that search seems to have been pushed to the side. That may not be the case, but a lot of my clients, if there's one thing they're going to remove from their budget and web development, they say, well, we'll do search later. Uh, so I'm hoping to use this podcast when you refocus on some of the fundamentals again, and you're obviously the perfect person for that conversation. So the most basic question I think we can start with is, how would you differentiate between search engine optimization and maybe the broader search marketing? Sure. Uh, search engine optimization, of course, is uh, the, the art and craft of uh, creating content that ranks well in Google and the other search engines that matter out there. Uh, search marketing, on the other hand, is the broader uh, term that basically encompasses all of the search-related activities. So uh, whether you are talking about advertising on search engines where Google makes all its money, of course, right. or any other uh, activities that, that uh, you undertake to, um, to uh, really focus your marketing efforts around search. Because search, and I preach that all the time, can really be used to help focus your marketing. And it's right. not just an afterthought. It should never be just an afterthought. Right. More often than not, I guess it should be one of the first things you address before you get into web development. Exactly, right? exactly. And okay. because it, it helps you understand what is your audience looking for, what kinds of behavior are they showing, what kinds of language are they using, and if that isn't reflected either on your website or in your other marketing efforts, then you might as well speak Swahili. So it really, <laughs> it really represents the fundamentals. A lot of the questions Absolutely, what yes. you want to yeah. do. Yep. So with that noted, where do you find most of your clients are, I don't want to throw any of your clients under the bus, where do you find most organizations <laughs> that call you are falling down right now? So there's a, a whole range of, of situations. One is people have created a new website, have created a new messaging, have done all of this work, and now come to me and say, I want to rank. And it's like uh, the question, of course, then is, what do you want to rank for? Right. And of course, this is sort of putting an, an engine into a car after you've launched a car. It's kind of silly to do that because search engine optimization really should not be an afterthought and search should not be an afterthought because search is such a critical component in driving traffic to your site and getting visibility for your site mm -hmm. that it shouldn't be an afterthought. The other thing is using search as this with the expectation of if I fix one or two things, we'll get instant results. Right. So that, that kind of expectation that I do one thing and Google will reward me instantaneously is unrealistic. So we, um, right, out, right out of the gate, should people even pay attention to Bing? We're going to talk about Google, but is, is <laughs> Bing even a factor? With, with no, Bing? Bing is absolutely a factor. Okay. Uh, Bing is, I certainly wouldn't discount them. As many people have forgotten, probably, there were other search engines before Google came along. Right. The switching costs between one site and another in the world of search is zero. Mm. Like I can type in Bing and go search for something. Right. 
Now today, of course, the situation is that Bing, for most sites, drives a very small amount of traffic. But they, Microsoft and co, of course, are continuously innovating as well. And uh, they just launched uh, something for the iPad, for example, right. uh, that seems to get some good traction. So I would never discount them. However, the good news is search optimization or search marketing is not about targeting one search engine. So, okay. it, so it is not about what does it take to rank well in Google? Because what it takes to rank well in Google is also what it takes to rank well most of the time in Bing. Okay, because I'm, I'm not a search expert. I, as a marketing consultant or with an agency, I, I do a lot of reading about it so I can sort of educate my clients to a certain point. And most articles focus on the Google uh, algorithm, the, the things that um, you know, influence Google. So it's really this, we're talking about factors in a website anyways, regardless of the engine. So what what are the factors now? It seems to change frequently. Uh, the nuances of the factors change frequently, but the underlying goal of the search engines has not changed since the first search engine mm. came out. Namely, for any given query that a user types into Google, a Bing, or whatever the case may be, find the most relevant and important result for that query. And the way Google and others go about that is they look at relevance as one indicator and then importance as the other. And okay. the way you, inter you then further interpret that is relevance is essentially what's on the page. So if I look at the page as a Google robot would, what's on that page? Does the page title say anything meaningful or does it say welcome? Does uh, the page content say our business is service, which uh, one of my client came to me with that kind of uh, right. title Very and generic. it said nothing. Very generic. And so Google is first of all trying to identify all the pages that are relevant for a given query. And then the secret sauce that made Google what Google is today right. is it applies a, a ranking based on the importance of that page. And that is principally the links that point back to that page, what those links say, where they come from, and increasingly, of course, social media. How often do people talk about this content and this, this particular site and, and right. the like? So that leads, leads to my next question. Uh, I was reading an article before our conversation um, where an expert was saying social is killing search. There wasn't any context around that statement, so I'm not sure what they meant. But is, is social actually augment, augmenting search or a big factor now in that It's in your plan? absolutely a big factor in search. It's okay. a, and it depends on the individual query. Some queries have very little search implication, little um, social implication. But Google, Google's goal, again, is always relevance. Right. What is the most relevant and important and au courant result for that query? And so if social uh, presents a lot of signals, via Twitter or Facebook likes or, or the right. like, that, that indicate to Google that this result page is very, very relevant in the eyes of a large audience out there, then those uh, results, then those factors play an increasingly big role in, in search as well. And Google uh, has, much like uh, Bing, of course, uh, opened into the social sphere, right? I mean, right. Twitter is being crawled, of course. Uh, Facebook behind the wall is not being crawled, but Facebook like is being shared with Bing, for example, right? So, so those factors play a, play a big role. Okay, so often we'll tell our clients if, if they're doing social media, either, either do it or don't do it because it reflects poorly on you if you have an account anywhere and it just languishes. Uh, there's actually another factor here in terms of 
it, it can, if not negatively impact your search, it, there's a huge upside if you do your social media properly. That's exactly right. That's correct, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, the rankings, relevance is one R word you hear all the time, the rankings the other. And someone like you is going to go in and tell the client, hire me, pay me this much, and we'll get you ranked in the top 10 in the first two weeks, right? That, that would be nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's, what's realistic? How can people go about, can you get on that front page? Absolutely, okay. you can get on this front page. However, you cannot generally expect to get on a front page for competitive keywords within a two-week uh, time period. Right. Despite the fact that you might update your, your content and Google, with its extremely fast updates, can crawl your pages the next day or in, within hours even, but that doesn't mean that Google will say, yep, that content is now much better than it was before because Google will also look at, so what other signals are out there? Who points to this page? Mm. And what I find with most of my clients is that, that it takes time to build that better profile. Uh, in many cases, of course, there are some quick fixes that can be, can be done just where page titles are not very meaningful uh, or the content itself is too generic okay. and you won't, won't achieve ranking. And so in some cases, you can actually get quick hits for not the uber-competitive terms, but you, for, for sort of the, the big competitive terms in your industry, it will take time. And okay. typically, that can be three to six months. That, that must be difficult because, as we were discussing earlier, Marketing now is about instant gratification. Certainly with social and mobile, everybody wants, I'm spending a dollar, I want to see something now. So if they can't get, I'll call it the results, the ranking they're looking for sure. quickly necessarily, um, how frequently should they be checking to, to, to measure what they're doing? So my, my answer to that is that I wouldn't obsess just about rankings. So it is not about just, okay, have I moved up two points in the ranking results? What the other thing you want to look at is use your analytics and see what kind of organic traffic are you starting to drive to your website? Where okay. does that organic traffic come from? And what you should see with a, with a concerted search engine optimization effort is that your organic traffic increases in total. So it's not just those targeted terms, but because of the discipline that you apply to the website, to the content of the website, your overall organic traffic increases. Okay. And that's really what, what you're after. And, and then, of course, it's not just about traffic either, because everybody, if, if traffic was the only goal, I'd simply say, okay, well, let's buy pay-per-click ads till right. the cows come home. And of course, if that results in 100% bounce rates, Throwing money away. Exactly, exactly. Well, unfortunately, we're running out of time, as we always do in these things. Um, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners right now are thinking and reflecting, I haven't paid much attention uh, to our search and how we're using it. I'm not sure how it's tying into social media. So to get people focused again, are there a couple of things people can do immediately right now to sort of take stock of what they should look at before they move forward for the help they search? Sure. So the, the first thing I would, I would always advise people to do is look at their sites with googly eyes. So in other mm -hmm. words, look at your site how Google would look at it. And one of the simplest ways to, to do that is to use search engine commands like site colon or cache colon uh, to understand what does Google know about my site. So okay. if you use cache colon and for example, type in your homepage, you will see the cached version of that page in Google. Mm. And Google can then present you with a text-only version of that, and you'll be surprised how little Google knows about your page because right. 
You might have text in images. You might have a Flash intro that is your home page, those kinds of things. And you can fix that. Uh, you also should look at your site not just with googly eyes, but also like a new visitor that has never been to your site before. And simply put, does that site address what I might be looking for here? And right. if it if it doesn't, then it has already failed. Okay. Right. So those very very quick quick right. hits, of course. But there's a lot more that you can do certainly. Chris, we first met a couple of years back, um, and you came in and talked to one of my teams about search marketing, and you brought up your three Bs. And then going through your site again, I saw those same three Bs. Maybe you could expand upon that a little bit. Sure. To me, the, the three Bs are really the essence of online marketing, not just search, but in general online marketing. And then those are, very simply put, be found, be convincing, and be analytical. Okay. So being found, of course, means you show up where people are looking for you. That isn't just a search engine. That may be a social universe, like Twitter or Facebook or what have you, right. uh, and just show up when people are looking. The second, then, is when people are on your site, make them do something. Be convincing. In other mm. words, get them to take action. And many sites that I have looked at simply have either no call to action on a given page, or there are so many calls to action that it's impossible for a for a hurried user to make an informed decision. So this ties directly to another B, the bounce rates we're talking exactly. about. So you might be doing the front end work just right exactly. to get to your site and then it's like Exactly. Okay. And that's of course the third B, B analytical. Right. It is always flabbergasting to me how few people have a holistic view of their website. In other words, they, they may know how many visits they have gotten, but they do not really look under the hood. They have not made, it, made analytics a, a part of their weekly ritual. Right. So what you really want to know is, was this email campaign I just sent out successful? Analytics le lets you track that, and not just the analytics you get from email marketing providers, but on your website itself. Mm. You can then see, did my search campaign work? Did my uh, advertising campaign work? And why not? Where did people bounce off? What can I do? You can then think, do things like you know, testing uh, your various properties and the world's your oyster there. Okay. And again, analytics is the key driver to all of that. It's like a three-legged stool. So if you, if you leave out one of those Bs, I mean, that stool is falling over. Of course, and then it, it means you may not have to do a complete overhaul of your site. It'll help you focus on what areas need to be tweaked and improved uh, so you can keep growing week to week. Exactly, exactly. Yep. It, search is a very complex and interesting subject. The more I read about it, the more I realize I know very little. Uh, so I encourage you to check out Chris's website, searchingworks.com, and you can follow Chris on Twitter at searchingworks. Chris, thanks again for coming in. Thanks again, Judd. My pleasure. You've been listening to the podcast of the International Association of Business Communicators, Ottawa Chapter, produced at the Media Style Studio at the Coat Factory.